what up? This your boy Kojak, and we are back. We got a, a special guest, goes by the name Shy Songwriter. And uh, first things first, man, we appreciate you taking some time out to kick it with me. Oh, yeah, uh, it's been you, long overdue. This was uh, one of the ones that was planned months ago. You know what I'm saying? Every time I see you, we always talking about it. 2016 plan. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so, uh, since it's your first time here, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, all We're going to get into everything that you do, but can you just give um, kind of a vogue uh, explanation on exactly all the things that you do around the city? Yeah, uh, you know, I go by the name Shy Songwriter, rapper, poet, uh, put together events, I promote shows. So, really, just kind of a, all around just trying to be in the, in the business of music outside of just making music, you know what I mean, so. Yeah, all right, and uh, how did you uh, begin rapping? Uh, I was like 12, and I was listening to like Jay-Z, and I like was rapping that whole song, I was like, man, this is, so I'm gonna start writing, I think I could do it, blah, blah, and I remember even being a kid, like I used to write like little love notes to girls and stuff, so like yeah. little poetry, but I, you know, didn't know anything about it at the moment, and I just started writing and recording in the, in the room with the computer in that little that little uh, sound recorder, you know, the okay. sound recorder on yeah. the computers. And like, so that's kind of how it all began. And I was like, yeah, like 12 years old. 12. So what? Um, around that time, like who were some of your influences? Uh, at that time, I definitely was uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. And I listened to a lot of Wayne. Those are like my two main people I listened to back in that, at that time period. Okay. And um, so when you were listening to them, what was um, like the one thing they did to catch your catch your attention because uh 12 years old i can only imagine you didn't necessarily know about everything they were talking about no not at all. <laughs> so was it. it the beat selection or the hooks i i don't know it just was i think that i, I just i used to really um just the style just the, how they how they rap just like the not necessarily the lifestyle but just watching i just thought it was cool you know what i mean i didn't really know exactly what oh yeah this is this was what comes with it but yeah. i like the whole like all right, that's kind of cool. I think I could do it. I like writing. Words were my always been my thing, so it kind of okay. just kind of manifested itself type thing. Okay. And um, when did you like realize you were gonna take it serious? Uh, probably when I was about sixteen. Um, okay. Me and the homie Eddie Soul, we had a song out called "She Bad," and uh, it hit over a hundred thousand plays on. Man, yeah. my space. So when that happened, it was like, yeah, man, I think that this is something that this is our calling. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got a story. Cause oh, you man. just remembered. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how old I was, but at one point, Ed, Eddie Soul was making a lot of noise around here. Yeah. I was in middle school. Okay. Y'all had She's Bad and Playground. Yeah, Playground. <laughs> I knew both those songs She's by bad heart. Playground. Yeah, bro. I, I didn't know. I thought the dream sung them motherfuckers. <laughs> Real shit. Hey, shout out Because this is when the dream was uh, uh, 10 yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. shit. Um, I, I, what was the other song he had? Like, I think it was like Lip Gloss or Purple Rain. or It, it was something. Uh, I, I forgot the name of it. Oh, uh, The Dream? Or, yeah. Uh, what did he have? Like he song. had a lot of songs, but it sounded like his shit. Yeah. I knew both songs by heart. I had them on my iPod. That's crazy. I didn't, and, like, you was on them. I didn't, like, I didn't know the name. Because, you know, yeah. back then, you just... I had the iPod with the... um. It was just a clicker, so you yeah. had a screen to it. Uh-huh. But I knew them songs by heart. That's, That's crazy you said that. <laughs> I definitely Man. was rocking with those songs. Oh yeah, much love. <laughs> Do you um? How was the um response? Because those was big. We were definitely we definitely was getting that uh the love from the city, and we was getting 
that was the first time when we had those songs out was the first time I actually like booked a show. Oh, and we cool. went to I don't know if you remember Adrenaline or not. I don't know mm-hmm. if you was if you were uh, able to get in there or not. No, I didn't get in, but I, you, I know uh, about because you said you was in middle school when those songs was out. So yeah, uh, we we got booked at uh, Adrenaline, and uh, that was our first show. You know, we put it together. Everything was just like we did real quick, and it was a good turnout. And then from that point on, it was like, man, this is definitely this our calling, man. Like, yeah. Do you still remember um, the feeling you had, like, right before you went on? I was nervous, Do man. you still get nervous now? Nah. No. I, I, don't think I, I don't think I've been nervous since that time. Like, after the first couple uh, first couple shows, I stopped being nervous. It's just more anxiety, like, just anxious to get on stage and make it happen than yeah. anything. So what, what have you, what can you say that you've learned from your first performance till now? Or you, like, because um, you do throw events... So you get to see other people get on stage. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their first time. You know what I'm saying. So what do you what do you learn from from the performance to performance? I would say um, a lot of the biggest things that even just not with myself, but just seeing other artists is the way to hold the mic. Uh, really, just being into the mic and your energy. The number one thing is energy, though. Like the way you come off. You can have a song that's eh, it's all right, but if your energy is there, like people rock with it. You know, so. Yeah. Um, just really learning how to uh, tap into my to my inner energy and, and give that out to them, and uh, that's like the the biggest thing I would say with performing, and just okay. just hyping that crowd up and knowing how to interact and, and talk to the crowd at the right times. Okay, can you um describe your writing process? Uh, I have a my writing process is is diff- three. I I usually have two or three different ways I go. Sometimes I'm just like walking and it's like oh. Boom, 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 boom. Something just like dope comes in my head. So I just like put it in my phone. Like, all right, whenever I find the beat to go with this, or I can switch up the the flow of it. But I like the words. So sometimes I write just random things and then put it to a beat. But a lot of times uh, I'll just have a beat and and I'll write to the beat. Uh, The change from now, like when I was in high school, we would basically build everything from scratch. So we would start with, we would make the beat, we would write. We would record it, get it mastered, you know, edited and mastered, and and put it out all in within forty eight hours type thing. And that was the whole process. That was our normal process for almost every song. Playground, she bad, all those old songs like that was okay. definitely our, our process. Uh, she liked my swag. I don't know if you know that song too, but yeah, probably uh, yeah. that just like that was just our process. And um, but now it's just I actually go to the studio instead of having something at home. I was going to the studio a lot in Atlanta, so. I would just finish writing, and then, all right, here we go. We're going to go record this. Okay. So, like, where where did that thought process come? Because um, everybody I've talked to so far on the show, like, at a young age, they would um, they weren't thinking about mixing and mastering material. They would just record it, you know, put it out. They weren't really necessarily focused on the quality. So where where did that come from? Where you wanted the quality to be that real that good? was that was a com- like a combination of really uh, with Eddie Soul like that was my partner in crime and always will be we've been best friends since like first grade so okay. uh, just he had his own equipment and we just started recording and we just like he did a lot of the process and we would do the writing and just everything was just right there you know I don't know just. I don't know why we thought that way. I can't really give a, a full answer on why we thought that way, but maybe it was just like a perfectionist idea at that young age or, you know, we just wanted to make quality music at the time. But 
we just was making what we love, and it kind of. I think sometimes you just get blessed, and you don't really know yeah. why you blessed. You know what I mean? It just happens. Okay, and um, like if there's um maybe two or three songs of yours that you would want people to listen to, what would they be? Uh, that's a good question. I like that one. Um, I would say I recently dropped a, a EP last year, almost around this time, and then uh, some recent songs. So I would say uh, I own it is one. Uh, Big Bad, I just <clears throat> just released Big Bad. I like that song. We get into that next. Yeah, that yeah, song's crazy. Talk about that one. Uh, Big Bad, I own it, and uh, I would probably say uh, there's a song called Lifted. It's a it's a song I recorded three or four years ago, but I really love it, and it's got that party. It always turns up the crowd like every time we perform it, so I would say Lift It, I'll Own It, and Big Bad. Okay. Now, um, you just mentioned uh, your latest single, uh, Big Bad. Can you talk about um, your thought process um, when you were making that song and everything that went into it? Uh, it was just, uh, when I wrote that song, I just had a it, was a, it was a girl at the time that I was talking to, and it just, like, you know, I just messing with, you know how it is. And she was messing with another guy. So it was like, damn, it's like, we kind of sharing this girl. So it's kind of, it was, you know, kind of funny. Like, all right, like, that's kind of how it is. I hear a lot of people go through that same thing. So when when I heard the beat, Blue Clown, shout out to Blue Clown, when he when he sent that beat to me, I just was like, I just took your bitch. Yeah, you big man. Just messing around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of cold. So I just put it to the beat and then just wrote there and just had fun with it. And just, I just really just was being, really was more of a goofy song. Just like what I was saying was more funny to me than anything. But it's definitely, that process was just like whatever came to my mind. Okay. And um, do you feel, um, how do you feel about the response so far? I know it's still uh, being pushed mm-hmm. and people are still checking it out. I'm actually, I'm going to plug it. Um, in the description box um, below. So, how do you feel about the response you've got uh, from it so far? A lot of a lot of people are like, man, that that sound is crazy. Like your 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 sound is so different, and that's that's a big part of uh, you know recording in Atlanta. And my homie Brandon Woods, shout out to him. Uh, that 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 just that uh, people really like that sound. It's just different from what I was doing three four years ago. So. I think people do. They're responding to it very well, and I and I do like that. And I when I heard it, and when people I was showing people before I put it out, they were like, "Bro, this this is a dope song." I'm like, man, this sounds. There's there's no way that's you for real. Like I was like, yeah, like so it was getting good responses before I even put it out. So I I think I think it's it definitely has a big potential. So hopefully we'll get some more promo promo behind it very soon. Okay. And um, how do you feel um, you can uh, evolutionize the rap game? Uh, I think that given the idea of not even just being a rapper, but more understanding the business side, and especially in this in this area, because I've always thought I had a business mindset. So when I went down to Atlanta and actually was around the industry people, I was just like, man, they, like this is real. Like this can be. So I think I could really push that idea of business you know like I said one of my favorite artists has been Jay-Z so I think that seeing now his business mindset that he makes millions of dollars and it's not even just off of him being a rapper you know really Mm -hmm. rap is his side thing so it's like I think I can evolutionize that idea okay and uh Jay-Z's my favorite rapper of all time to me he's the goat (laughs) dead or alive (laughs) definitely just had to point that out and uh, so, um, are you working on um, any visuals 
by a chance. Um, definitely want to see a visual of the Big Bad for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have uh, any um, concepts for uh, anything like that? I do have a, a concept, and I ain't going to put it out there quite yet. Yeah, don't, I, don't put I, it out because people going to take quite, it. Yeah, yeah. But, I, uh, you know, once once uh, I talk to a certain somebody, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We'll get we'll get things going. Uh, and I got like two other videos. I've been talking to a couple of videographers to work with. So uh, hopefully the goal is to have about two or three videos coming out within the next two months. Okay. So that's the goal. You know how it is. Things happen, but that's our our main goal right now with me and my manager Swerve. So we'll make it happen. Okay. And what are your um, strengths and weaknesses right now? As far as uh, as an artist, as an artist, um. Man, my I think my strengths is just my my writing. I think my wordplay and just my words are just because I really own into poetry. So like my wordplay, is, I like that a lot. I think my weakness would be man, that's a good question. You never think about what you weak at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it just uh, being more consistent with dropping songs that would definitely be my my weakness. I'll be honest with you on that one. Uh, I feel like there's some artists out here who are new song, new song. He's like, dang, you got like 40 songs out. It's only been two weeks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Future right now is setting the bar on dry. He's got about to have, I think he has another album coming out. That's three I hope albums. Not. I hope not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said it. I said it's quality work, but his quantity is just him dropping that quantity. You want it to be quality, but yeah. he's dropping three projects. So you're like, man, like, yeah. he's working hard in the studio, but are every is every song. Hot. Yeah, you're a rapper, so this is just how I feel, and you you can tell me since you rap. Now, when you go to the studio, I've been in studio sessions where someone um, can can literally do six songs in one session, mm. but the session is about eight hour session, right? You know what I'm saying? And then I've been to studio session where someone does three songs or maybe two songs in an eight hour session. Now, my thing is. Like I don't mind because I I believe when you get the the higher you get in the industry, the more you might have to drop songs quicker yeah. or be able to do more mm-hmm. in less time. Okay. But at, at right now, when people go to the studio and they say, "Oh, I did six songs in such and such time," all the songs sound the same to me because you're in that same state of mind. That makes you know sense. what I'm saying? Versus someone who takes their time with two songs. So how do you feel like? Have you ever had an instance where you're in the studio and you knock out six songs and then you go back and listen to them? Do you think they all run together? It would. I think it would just depend on the beat selection, to be honest with yeah. you. Because sometimes, but for me, when I go to the studio, I like to be in a certain like when you write a song and then you record it two weeks later, you don't have that same, you know, that same like emotion. Yeah. So sometimes it won't come out how you planned it too, but sometimes it comes out better, sometimes it comes out worse, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think there is people who will go in the studio, have, oh, yeah, I can just do this song, and there's a lot of people who don't even write anymore, just because they've seen the Wayne era and all yeah. that, so they'll just go in the studio and just record, record, yeah. record, and they will all sound the same, but it's, is it a good sound the same, or is it like, that song's not good, so the next one's not good, and the next one's not, so, yeah. you know what I mean? It's Once again, it's about quality, but there are people who just Put out so many songs, you're like, man, they they're working. That's yeah. what you see. You feel yeah. like they ain't working, but like you could you could uh, you know uh, they have a saying that practice makes perfect. 
But if you if practice makes perfect, you gotta have perfect practice. Yeah. You see what I'm nice. saying? Like you could you could practice all day. You could go yeah. to the gym every day and shoot, shoot, shoot hundred shots, but you're only making twenty. Mm-hmm. Then you, you have somebody going to the gym every day and he's hitting eighty. Who's practicing harder? Whose practice is better? Yeah. See exactly. what I'm saying? Fact. So because <laughs> I, I look at that with future because to me personally, um the future project, the self the self-entitled future project. Mm-hmm. And DS2 had the same beat for every song. I think it all sounded um, the same. Stick Talk and like it was a it's a couple other songs that are the same exact beat from then Stick Talk. It's just maybe a little tweak of the sample. But then when he dropped Hendrix, it was all different beats. Yeah. Because I, I don't think... Now, producers can't change their sound, and you never know. Yeah. But I don't think Metro Boomin was on that whole entire project. Yeah, I'm not... I, didn't, I can't even say, because I didn't really like, see who the producers were. Yeah. Because yeah. that project reminded me... Hendrix reminded me of Pluto. Yeah. The, yeah, you the, went the, back. Yeah. <laughs> the, the that turn on the lights real. future. Yeah. That's how That's how that... Because that, that was like... It reminded me of that. Um, And then the first, uh, the first project, it had like... Maybe four good songs. I felt that too. Like so, I don't know. I don't. I can't say like what I when I listen to a full album like on Apple Music or something. I'll like okay. Ooh, that's on dope. Favorite. Ooh, that's on dope. Yeah. I really. It took me like maybe like five or six songs to get into the project. And say okay, there's a song I'll, I'll listen yeah. to again. But it wasn't a lot of like repeat songs yeah. to me. He just built up that. I mean, he did 140 thousand, which is good, but. He like he like built an event around it, which is what you want to do with your music. Mm-hmm. But my thing was like. If you would have just took those four good songs from Future, and then because I, I liked, I think I liked nine of the, uh, I think it was fifteen, or I think I think it was nine of seventeen mm-hmm. on um, Hendrix. Took those four and put those nine. You got a, you got yourself a good yeah, ass a good album. Project, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He was just, I don't know. He just, be, and then I don't know if she should drop another one. <laughs> That that's too much. Yeah, I I mean he says he wants to. If that's what they do, I, that's I think too much. I don't know if it's. If it's his, if it's his management, or if it's his label, or yeah. what they got going yeah, on, because something playing. with the Rocco dude, um, like the Rocco dude gets fifty percent of his next two albums. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> then the label gets it's a three sixty deal or something. I don't know how true that stuff is, but he definitely makes it seem like it's true. Yeah, with the, that's why the he's put, that could see that you let you say that that could be why he's doing it. He could just be throwing stuff out there, which isn't really necessarily. Cool, because I still represent your brand. So yeah. if he's putting out garbage now. Like next time he puts a project out here, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna listen. You know yeah. what I mean? But he is future. Like he's actually like yeah. a huge artist. But he did. Um, if you remember last year, this was around the time he did the same thing. Because mm, he did it with um, Purple Rain and Evolve. Yeah. And then after, because he dropped those like a, and what a in time a week. To be alive. That was all. Uh, that same. was no. That was 2015. Was it? Yeah, Dang. Um, Dang. he dropped no, so much. No, but you're right though because it was almost all he the dropped, same time. Um, all he dropped um, those mixtapes, Monster, Fifties and Six Nights, Beast Mode. Then he dropped DS2. Then um, it was What a Time to Be Alive mm. with Drake. And then he turned around and did Purple Rain, um, yeah, Evolve. Mm. And then he chilled after that because everybody was like, "All right, bro." Like, <laughs> it's he a lot chilled. Of he dropped uh, DJ Esco dropped the tape. Yeah. It's future, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But it was called ET. That was okay. Nobody really cared. And then no. he chilled for the rest of the year. We didn't hear from him until now. You know what I'm saying. So hopefully he chill out because yeah. I don't want to hear no more future. <laughs> Honestly, he if it's it, I mean you know it's, I think 
you know, depends on his fan base, really. If his yeah. fans like it, then yeah. that's what it is. Because it's, it's not trash, but it's just like... Yeah, it's the beat like mess with some other producers. Hearing it's the same like, thing every yeah, time is annoying. After a while, and it's like Metro just like, hey, I'm signed to him. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, but it's like, mother's gonna get tired of your sound, man. You know, you know, you don't want to be gone six, three, four years from now. True, because the future stops. I mean, you still got designer. I mean, you can fuck with designer. Yeah, you that would to. actually be a low key smooth move. Like I think it'd be cool just because they was comparing each yeah. other for the long Have, time. Did you hear designer new song? It's called Outlet. I did um, listen to it. I listened to it once. I fuck with it, but it sounded kind of dope. I didn't get to listen to it. Like I was doing something yeah, and listening, so yeah. I didn't get to really listen. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I was listening to it. He to me, he don't sound like Future. Nah, especially in that song. No, I think it like was once more I that, start like it was more that it was pan, the, it's the sound, but content wise, mm-hmm. they on two another. Yeah. They don't talk about none of the same shit. So you like this? Do you like designer as yeah. an artist? Yeah. yeah. I don't like um I don't like that project he dropped yeah, that mixtape that, that shit was terrible. Yeah. Um, but he got to me he got three songs. He got Panda. He got Timmy Turner. He got Outlet. And Outlet he actually's rapping. Yeah. On there and actually kind of clear. You yeah. Know, it's, it's yeah. Like, he was, like I mean he was all he's all over the place rapping because <laughs> it's just like it's just a whole bunch of nothing. Uh huh. But he's actually rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he, I don't know why he called it outlet. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing. That's an outlet. But hopefully, he he. I don't know. Who knows what Kanye gonna do yeah, with him? Yeah, yeah. That's true. You got Kanye behind you, so you never know. Yeah, cause we still waiting on Sahi. Yeah, yeah. And that's he's probably one of the. He is the dopest like rapper, like rapper on eighteen. Yeah. Like, besides Push. Like, don't sleep on Pusha T though. Pusha T like, got the bars. Pusha T, my favorite out of them. Well, well, Common's my favorite. Okay, yeah. See, he got um, the, he got some hitters on good. Yeah, music. but I don't know if Common's on good music no more. Yeah, I'm not sure um, either. But when he, they was, not, he yeah, has, when he they, got when they the had the group and they was rapping. Yeah, he got lyrics. Yeah. Um, I personally feel Sci High is like um, J Electronica, like they the same. Like, cause we've been waiting on Jay Electronica album for about eight years now. Yeah, see, I don't listen. I never really listen to Jay Electronica. Yeah, you ain't had a lot of shit to listen to. <laughs> I know the name. Yeah, but I don't. I couldn't because you a don't song. have a lot. Like, yeah. he, I think he put out one mixtape, but it was years ago. Like, yeah. he has a name out here somehow, yeah. but I don't know. Like, it, um, well, cause like when he does verses, he's nice though. Like, um, you remember the um, damn, what was the name of that song? I think it was Seen It All. Uh, it was him and Jay Z, and uh, it was the song Jay Z um dissed uh, Drake on. Sorry, Mrs. Drizzy, for the uh, art talk. Said to me rapping about shit that I really bought. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking that. about. He was on yeah, that. Yeah, that was his song. Ah. It's just Jay Z. Oh, you know, with that. And that. then control. Jay Electronic had the last verse. Oh, he did. He actually snapped on that. Same That's my Kendrick, point. But it's Kendrick just Kendrick Lamar did what he did. <laughs> Like every like the song two songs that he's been on that have like that like if you listen to his verse it's like damn he's, he's killing somebody somebody dissing Some, somebody on yeah, the song so yeah you know, so he didn't get the shine like yeah they had a more controversial controversial verse yeah so yeah and everybody's been waiting on this album to drop and I, I like him you know what I'm saying I don't like that he tried to come at Kendrick Lamar you know but Jay Latrona can't can't hold his own against him though you know what I'm saying it's just because he's like in that. He's uh the five percenters, you know, whole yeah. body. He's my oh, those, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because he gotta he gotta be maybe forty something. That's cool that you even brought that up because a lot of people are don't like to speak on that. So that's, what? that five percenters thing. I don't know why. Why not? <laughs> 
I mean, Jay Z had a five percent chain on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People, tribe, uh, not tribe called Quest. Like Lord Jamar, he be he be speaking on it. I mean, I ain't into it, but but it's it's, it's, it's part of there. it's part of knowledge. That's part of hip hop. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, people don't because that's what they confuse with the Illuminati. But true, true. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the confusion. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I, I, I didn't even think about that. I, I could tell. I could speak on a couple of things on that, but we won't get into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mugs just automatic. How 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 was your thoughts on? Um, cause I, we don't, we don't know. We're not in the inner circle, Yeah. but how, how, what are your thoughts on like, especially the black community when someone's successful, they're either a sellout, Illuminati or they're gay. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about when, cause I'm pretty sure you've heard people say that, oh, you definitely. know what I'm saying? About other pe- certain people uh, all you know the time. What I'm or like, um, they had to portray a girl or something to be successful. I. I think that it's just people always have something to say, and and it's I don't know if it's actually white people, black people, who it is like putting it out there because you don't know who's behind the scenes with the media, yeah. but uh, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Like you know, you you everybody has like for example, you could be a straight male, but you could you with your homies and you might act goofy and act like not act gay, but like have that gay voice and be funny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just joking. But it's just entertainment because now it's it's at the forefront. You looking dead at it. So I mean, was some of the biggest movies Eddie Murphy's biggest movies? He was playing six, seven roles. Yeah. So at the end of the day, is that him selling art? Is that him turning to be gay? Or is he doing this Illuminati stuff? Or is he just mad talented? talented? Yeah. Because can you go out there and play six roles? Like a like you got to look at it from behind the scenes now. So if someone's playing six roles, obviously they can't sit in six spots at the same time. So he's almost talking to himself, yeah. playing one role, yeah. and then the next time he's playing another Nutty role. Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor coming to America. That's two of the biggest right there. Yeah. And that you just can't, you know, you can't get mad at Jamie Fox. Like, which Jamie Fox is probably to me one of the most talented people That's, in the industry. See, I be saying all the time, I said Jamie Foxx and Chris Brown are the two most talented, talented people, people <laughs> walking the earth. Walk, right? you, I, I, could, I would be like, how they would do, you they be? They can do everything. How do you be in the same room with them? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how, you can't be like, yeah, bro, like I sing. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, I do comedy. Me too. Oh, I act. Me too. I, you know what I'm saying? He can just, yeah. I do that too. Like, and I'm good at all of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Got, like he has a Grammy. <laughs> He can basically mm-hmm. get in any. He can get almost on any stage. Only thing I think he don't think he's tapped into is like country and rock, like those genres of yeah. music. Yeah. But he could almost go on to any award show. He can host award. host shows. Now my now my barber, he thinks Jamie Foxx can't act. And the point, his point is educated though, like because okay, like like we, we movie heads. So he he goes into Jamie Foxx is is an impersonator. Like his best roles are the roles when he's impersonating someone, mm-hmm. not start not acting from scratch. You know what I'm saying? When he when he goes into a character that he can mimic, he's incredible. That's that's his argument with oh, it. Okay. So I see his argument. I don't knock it, but I think he I think he can act. Do you think that comes from in Living Color? Because he did a lot of impersonating, a lot of you know. Yeah. What I mean, that was like what they did was really like. Almost method acting. I don't know if that's the correct term for it. Yeah. But like just him being able to create a character and just you know what I mean instead of yeah. him, I don't know. So so like what what would you compare to like what two movies like would you say this was a good Jamie Foxx acting role? Yeah. In, in uh, okay. Um, and this one he's he was Ray and Collateral killed Ray. He Ray and Collateral Ray. is his argument. <clears throat> and I don't think Jamie it was Collateral was 
it was it, it could have been better. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I like I like the, the storyline, but it had too many questions left open. You know what I'm but saying? But is that you can't blame Jamie on that? Yeah, necessarily. But uh, he thinks Jamie was terrible in the movie and acting wise. Yeah, I, but Ray though, you can't. Yeah, yeah, when you compare those two movies, yeah, Ray, but, he uh, mur- like yeah. he like Ray he Charles was alive, man. Ray Charles was alive and he spent time with them. So. So, so that's his caught. impersonation thing yeah. where he got to see him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying live. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying like it's a good argument to I have. See. So basically, he you think he's better at like um, bi- autobiographies, biographies. Yeah, like he's he's finna, he's finna play Mike Tyson. So he could be with Mike Tyson, yeah. copy what he does, and and make yeah. that happen. Versus he couldn't just like. All right, here's a character that we're writing, and we want you to do this, that, that, that. Yeah, he, I see what yeah, you're saying. He thinks his best okay. roles are impersonation roles. Okay, because uh, like he does the Mike Tyson um thing where he talk. Like you ever seen him he in an interview? Does that, he does he the does Mike Tyson thing. He's, so I don't know. Did you see? Did you see him on uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, when he was doing like they do that little uh, the game they play, and he like yep. sings he, at somebody. He mm-hmm. was killing that. So you just yeah. watch that. You like. Dang, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see where I see where you're coming from. Cause um, one thing that people comedians look at the higher upper comedians mm. that the lowest form of comedy is impersonations. They they look down upon that because it's like okay, you can act as someone else. Can you be funny yourself? Yourself. You know That's saying? yeah. I, I respect that. I see that. And I like because I liked Aerie Spears when he does it. You know what I'm saying? When he, he does his it. like Denzel, Jay Z, LL. Yeah. He, but they frown upon it. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. can you be funny? Yeah, because how far has he really gotten? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He's a good name in the industry, but like, yeah, he's he was on Jerry Maguire. He's not an A list yeah. actor. You know exactly. what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. I like um, DL Hughley. DL. That's my guy. He's he and he puts a lot of knowledge out there. I yeah, because like it's all it doesn't feel like stand up. It feels like he's just talking to he's you. He's just talking you know to what you. Saying? Which, and then it's all it's like if you don't watch the news and you watch his stand up, you will learn, you'll learn so much. I mean, you have to obviously go see if it's the truth or not. But he's it's like straight facts that he's yeah, giving. He's you, putting you know out he's putting out things for you to think about. Like he does that. Um, who else does that a lot? Uh, Cat Williams did it a lot too. Yeah, Cat uh, Williams. Those are two people who did that a lot. Like. Which which is which is good, um, because you get to learn from you not only like you going like you go to this show, you're about to laugh, you're gonna learn, you're gonna you might cry, like not literally, but you know, laugh, yeah. cry. Like you're gonna get a lot of emotions out of what he's talking about, which is which is a great part of entertainment. Yeah, exactly. So, um, how do you feel about Peoria's music scene? Cause you you actually got the best of both worlds because you could touch on Peoria's music scene from an artist standpoint, and then also as someone who puts on events, and you get to see if um, fans or people who actually say they care about the scene actually come out and support the artist. Uh, well, I think that as a as an artist of Peoria scene, we have a lot of talent. Uh, there's a lot of people that I've seen like, man, they're they're really you're dope, you're dope, you you make some good music, like blah blah. blah. Uh, but on the uh, on the other side of it, the business side and the events and the shows and stuff, I think it's it's a lot harder out here because a you can have an artist who's like really good, he can bring out a crowd, but then when he gets like he's like super unprofessional, you know what I mean? Then you have that artist who's super professional, got good music, but can't bring a crowd, you know what I mean? So it's like really hard to to find that those artists who can be professional, bring out a good crowd, give a great performance. You know what I mean? Like do those three things. It's it's hard to find here. I, I believe 
And it's not that's not something that they can't end up doing because you can't control if the crowd come or not. You could push, 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 be the best promoter in the world. Yeah. People gonna come or they gonna not. You gotta have something that they you know you gotta give them something to want them to come out. So uh, the music scene it's growing, but it's Peoria and not to down it. Like I I hate when people actually say that. I oh it's just Peoria. And you can't do anything here. Like I yeah, believe we I, have I the, we have so I much potential that. here. We just kill our own potential. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's just Peoria. But like, what I say is Peoria is that that's their mindset. Not me saying it's Peoria. It can't happen. It's, that's their mindset. The Peoria people will have a mindset where, oh yeah, we can't do this because blah blah. Or I'm not gonna go support them because blah blah blah. Or you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's you you know we just like just start how we started the whole convo is like you was like oh yeah she bad I remember that song blah blah we didn't even you would I wouldn't even I didn't even know you knew that but Peoria yeah. is so small you will meet somebody and be they could have ten year age difference but you know somebody to know somebody yeah. you always one person away from knowing somebody here exactly you know what I mean it's a small area even from Peoria all the way up to Dunlap Washington you know those little towns yeah. like everything around here is so small so you would think we would be more. Uh, tight fit as in supporting each other yeah and that's the that's the killer right? yeah cause I think um, like I know people like a lot of like old heads they feel like I attack them cause um, <laughs> cause like I get I get on their case you know a lot but to me we're like I think we're honestly 10 years behind that makes a lot um, of sense that's, everything that's how they say I honestly it. feel we are because we're not we're not unified with all the other cities like um like when, when even with me, like I'm all Peoria right now. Yeah. Like with the Washingtons, the Kiwanis, you know, everything. Everybody who does the three hundred nine shit. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't fuck with that. It's just I gotta start at home base first yeah, I feel before you. I can move to everything else. Cause imagine, like I want to do more than just a Peoria top ten. Obviously, I want to go. Yeah. You know, Illinois. You know, you Midwest. Gotta, yeah, you but you gotta you gotta start small somewhere. Uh-huh. So I'm all for the 309 because some people think I'm not because I'm always Peoria, Peoria, Peoria. Mm-hmm. But it's just the other cities are like 15 years behind fr- from us. No, you you 100% right. Because no. I was talking to uh, one of my friends in Atlanta and I was telling uh, I was telling her, I was like, we got, we got Nelly coming here, which would be, it's going to be dope. Like that's going to be a great turnout, blah, blah, blah. But like Nelly got us, I think he has a song out now on the radio. But Nelly ain't really been putting out hits. Yeah. But like, if Nelly comes here, he's gonna sell out. Bring somebody like uh, we're not gonna say Drake because Drake will sell out. But someone who is, I can't think of an artist off top. But someone Saba. Who's out. Saba. Saba. Saba Pivot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's dope. But like some, I mean like somebody who's big in the industry, but brand new. You bring somebody brand new here, they might not even know yeah. anything about it. But if it's someone. That's this why. That's old, why I use him. He's, he's actually in there. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he is, and he has he, a lot of work with Chance. Had, yeah, he, he's um, he. I don't know if he's. He may be doing an Apple deal. It that's may be coming dope. soon. I I do know him because uh, I actually did an interview with him, and we're trying to find it because I want to put it out. Oh, yeah, we we did out. we never put it out. If you remember, he came here with Spenzo. Yeah. For that Joey Badass show. A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, and my guy, um, Kyle Lavish, is signed to Spinzo now. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to that show, and um, Saba came on stage. No one knew who he was. I didn't know who he was. Kyle knew who he was. Yeah. But I didn't know who he was. By the end of his set, everyone, everyone was saying Pivot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then that the next day, because uh, they stayed here, 
we did an interview with him. Uh, but it wasn't like a sit down. Like yeah. we was outside, you know, showing him Peoria and stuff yeah. like that. I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah, you got to find that. Yeah. I remember I was at a, a music festival, North Coast Music Festival, like three or four years ago. And he was performing. And I was like, dog, he kind of dope. Had a live band. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was the first person I seen I mean, with who that. Who was this cat with the band and dreads? And he's just cold. Like, he dope. Like, and... And then I'm like, all right. Then I I remember, I was like, oh, he kept saying his name. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? I get on my SoundCloud. I was like, we've been following each other forever. Didn't know anything about him. He probably don't know nothing about me, but seeing my name, I seen his name. So it's like how crazy the industry is. You just don't know who is about to blow up. You could be standing next to somebody and be like, oh, you, you rap? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Two years later. That's that was I was over by dude. Now you one of the biggest artists out in the area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just don't know who's next you or what's know. going on. So you can't Cause, sleep. Cause I remember going to a show, and um, this was like, I don't know for sure. I don't know if ten uh, if ten day was out yet. Was it from Chance? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was out, but he was standing right behind me. I was at a show a in Chance Chicago. Was. Yes, that makes sense. And this was before he was Chance though. See, and I just and I remember that, and if I'd have known, obviously you know I would talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. was standing right behind me, and because I had turned around, I, I had, um, I think he had dropped the cover mm. to Ten Day, and mm. I remember seeing it. I don't know where I seen it at, because yeah. this was early, um, early Facebook. No, I, I think it was early Instagram. Yeah, no, this was that when Instagram, he dropped Ten Day. That was in like what was that twenty eleven. Probably eleven. Yeah, that was, was early Instagram. Maybe twelve. Maybe it was eleven or twelve. I don't remember exactly, but I know I had started going to Western, and when I was it, yeah, to- it was eleven because um because thirteen acid rap came out. Yeah, he uh there was a, it was a kid on my in my dorm. He put me on the chance. I was like this white kid. I'm like, man, this is this is dope. Oh, I like this. All right, cool. Yeah. Then it was just like more and more than chances. Like watching his evolution is amazing. Chances like another like uh. Jay Z to me, except more tapped into the community a little bit more yeah. on that side because he, I mean, he threw a whole festival yep. <laughs> on the you, south side of Chicago his, and his dad, you know, working for Barack, working for Barack and yeah. then Chances twenty two. Yeah, when Jay Z got on on, he was twenty seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. was selling crack. Exactly. So, so it's it a whole day, other like, lifestyle it is. era. You know what I'm saying? I, and like when I heard Saba and Chance and people and Vic Mensa, people Vic, like yeah. that, it was just a breath of fresh air. Cause, For that Chicago scene. Yeah, because you used to a whole another side. Oh, you know what I'm drill. saying? So that's why when people was like Chicago's all drill or Chicago has the drill sound, I'm like, do you know the hottest rapper in the game right now is yeah, from, from Chicago, Chicago yeah. and doesn't have a drill well, bone a lot in of the biggest, the biggest people in the industry, low key, are from Chicago. There's a lot of people from Chicago that people don't even realize. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. I, I but a lot of those people left and yeah. went to New York first yeah, to get probably on. Probably did and it's, like Common. Yeah, he left. I can Kanye see left. Yeah, those was the to find. I mean, you had Twister who stayed home and made it happen. Yeah, he still I, to me to me personally, Twister was ahead of his time. Yeah, cause he was spitting fast and like yeah, now that's like a like that's what everyone. Oh, like you know, there's certain type of yeah. rappers who aim for that. Um, to be personal, like I know the Migos all in they flow. Pay homage to Twister, low key, because that's where that came from. That quickly, you know it's just like a quick up. Boom. Yeah, and Jay Z used to do it too. Yeah, early it was early Jay, and then he yeah. evolved his style. His because he was kind of like sounding like 
Big for a little second, like because that was a, like somehow Him, how his flow um, was, how his swing with it. Yeah, they tried to um they tried to say he sounded like Jazzo too. Which yeah, was um which is like, like the that dude, was his homie, right? yeah, yeah, the that dude was who, he started with. That yeah. was who put him into like everything, yeah. yeah. And then Jazz O fell out of love with it, but they kind of say he tried to, he sounded like him, so he changed his whole style. I mean, I personally feel like this, you know, uh, and this is me coming from just having like a, a background with people and, and communication and stuff, just seeing if you put two people in the same proximity and they be around each other. Two years, three years, four years, they're gonna pick up each other's mannerisms. Yeah, they're gonna rub. You off. gonna start acting a little bit like each other. So that's kind of just how it is. Like, it's not a purposeful thing. It's just it's yeah. human. It's just something human that's nature. human nature. It's human nature. We can't exactly. Help, we can't help but mimic, even if we don't purposely do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't think that. I think that some people just take offense to it. Which yeah. I would too. You know, if I'm sitting here like. Putting you trying to teach you something, blah blah blah, and then you start acting kind of close to how I do or doing stuff that I do. I think it's just more about are you paying homage to it? Yeah. Are you saying I ain't gonna lie? Without blah blah blah, I wouldn't be yeah. doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially if he take like has some of your style, and then he's successful. And he's because and that's I don't want to say that's like kind of like a hater in a person. I think that you no matter how someone gets successful, you should kind of just be like. Man, that's dope. Like, I should be more motivated or inspired by it more to be yeah. like, man, he ain't blah 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 because he copied. You know what I mean? Just let yeah. him, let him win. Like, exactly. you can win too. It's not like it's trillions of quintillions of whatever dollars out here to get. Yeah, you you making you being a millionaire does not stop me from being a millionaire. Yeah, my only critique on the um like the showcases and stuff. Is um, it's not even like it's something you can't control it. Yeah. But it's like um, artists like trying to bring fans is, and the reason why I say that is everybody goes on Facebook act like they got all this clout. Mm-hmm. They could they can bring hella people to something, but they don't never like um, they don't promote enough. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They'll no. be like, hey, I'm gonna be here tonight. Come through. That's it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? That that pisses me off. And like I was talking to uh, Solo, aka Jordan, like yesterday, and I never got to talk about it. But like, what really like gets under my skin is like the artists like not pay homage or just ran, random shit where it's like, hey, I appreciate Solo, you know, for doing videos for the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or. Ko landlord anybody like yeah. you don't never see those those public appreciations. Yeah, Ko was like I I was I worked with him a little bit. He actually recorded one of the songs on my uh on my last project and yeah he there was a time period where it was just he him. was doing everything for yeah. people and it I was, was just like, him. Man, that's, I was like bro that's dope what you're doing and, and you know I don't I just thought that that was like something that people don't always see because they don't you know people don't always appreciate. Yeah, or they don't know how to. Sh- it's not maybe they don't. They maybe they do appreciate. They just don't know how to yeah. show it. Cause, cause they don't. Cause um, even even like like I I I constantly wait. Like, hey man, who's gonna be like, hey, I appreciate the follow up podcast for coming around. Like, I get it here and there, or when I have people on the show, they they like appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But at some point, the the media people, cause it is media. You know what yeah. I'm saying. And the artists have to understand we need each other. We do. You know what I'm saying? Because if we stop covering everything, if everybody stopped doing videos, the quality goes down. If uh, these engineers and record people record stop, 
there's no music. Exactly. And then if everybody stops the rapping, we have nothing to cover. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always look at that as well. Like, how come? That's something. That's the connection that we don't have. You know what I'm saying? Even with that. showcases, like, if there's a showcase, everybody should be like, damn, I got to get involved. I got to make sure I'm there because uh-huh. this is an opportunity yeah. for me to build a resume. And, and then when people do do the showcases, have somebody there to record you. It don't matter if it's 10 people in the crowd exactly. just to record you so, <clears throat> so you, you can, can build a portfolio uh-huh. for A&Rs because people are listening, you know what I'm saying? Or um, send the radio station, like, look, look look at the crowd I could bring out. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something like that, people don't um, use those. No, people don't understand even about press kits. That's all. What you were just talking about, the resume is just a press kit, and there's a lot of people who don't know anything about EPKs and stuff, and it's... Um, that's once again, like I said, the business aspect of of the city relax, and it's not it's not actually anyone's fault if they don't have anyone to teach them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I talked about anything in life, like if well, even like taxes. You know, with tax season coming around, a lot of people don't know how to do their own taxes. They don't understand it, and but that's who taught you. You don't have anyone, if that person, if your mom or dad don't know about it, they can't teach you. You know what yeah. I mean? So if you don't learn, and no one's teaching. What can you do? So. My goal, my personal goal is to be able to be one of those people who's like, look, this is the business aspect. This is that, 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 that. Only bad thing about it is people see you doing stuff and they're like, hey, man, how did you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this? And you're like, okay, you got, I got 40 people asking me for something. So if I got 40 people asking me, I think this actually could be profitable. So let me go ahead and turn it into a business. When I want to turn, when I want to turn it into a business now, it's like, Oh, he's selfish. He's all about yeah. money. Yeah. I get that too. Did you forget that McDonald's is a business? Do you forget that the world is a business? Yeah. Like if you're, you have if to, people demand your product or demand your services, you have to supply. You should be able to get paid exactly. for those things. Supply and demand. That's basic. And a lot of people don't know. I mean, I graduated from college. I got my communication and marketing degree, and I got, I've learned a lot through that. My manager went to school for uh, broadcasting and music business. So we've put our knowledge together, put our own tour together, invested our own money. You know, we've done stuff on our own, yeah. you know, but we use our network and our connections and a lot of the connections, a lot of the artists that I'm bringing to the town, I've connected through either Facebook or at shows out of state, you know what I mean, in Indiana, Ohio, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, y'all, people forget, like, okay. I'm the best rapper in Peoria. Like, even to tap into the top 10, like, the Peoria rapper thing. And I, I thought, yeah. I was like, what he's doing is dope. I'm not going to sit here. And if if my best friend's not on it, if this guy's not on it, if I'm not on it, who cares? Like, he's doing something for the city. Just yeah. let it happen. If you're not on it, why are you mad? Go make yourself be on it. Dude. Nobody's getting a Grammy for being on no, top 10. No, but y'all did something for the fun. And the people really get offended mm-hmm. by it. Well, I made it an event. But but I also looked at like we touched on it earlier. People was like um, when I when I first had the idea of doing it, mm. a lot of people I was pitching it to were oh it's just Peoria. You think it's Peoria? I'm like well, if Double XL can do it, why why can't we? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Why can't we yeah. do something for the city to prepare artists? Because it's it also prepares people because if you're getting flat, if you're mad. That yeah. seven people <laughs> from Peoria are making a top ten Peoria list. Imagine when Double XL comes around and your name's on there, oh, and yeah. you make complex list and you get killed. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine that. Just imagine if you put a video on World Star, and you already know World Star's whole thing is they like the down. I want to bash you. Yeah, and that's people, the whole yes. goal. People are like, oh, this is the dopest. No, they're 
yeah, the song was good, but that guy had a peg leg or something yeah, stupid. Like, yeah. what does that have to do with so, him so rapping? It's, it's like, if you can't handle, like, your own city's criticism, imagine handling people who wake up every day just to just criticize to people. Yeah, you know no, what I'm there is. I've seen, I mean, even, you know, being in, in it, even on, like, okay, we have that level where it's just people being, like, stupidity and bashing. And then there's just some people who are just, they feel they're so intelligent that they have to down anything that's not what they feel. You know yeah. what I mean? They're going to be like, well, okay, well, it was cool that he did this, but technically, if you put it this way, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to break you down, yeah. and then how are you going to feel about it? There's yeah. people, opinions are like assholes. You and know what then I'm it's like, anybody who ever, like, argues the top 10, like, I love to argue the top 10 because um, we didn't agree on everybody who made it. It was just a, it was a vote thing. You and know what I'm saying? It, yeah. And it's like, if you're an artist and you come to me and say he shouldn't have made the list or such and such, I expect that, and I also expect you to not take the time out to listen to 91 artists yeah. because you're an artist, exactly. so you don't have the time to do it, nor should you want to listen to 97 people because then you may sound like that. Exactly. But if you're not an artist and you argue it, I always go to, well, did you listen to the top 10? I didn't even listen to them, or so I don't know, um, none of those guys looked familiar. What does that mean? That you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's the one thing people respect about what I'm doing is it's not about clout. No, because I don't not. care if you're the biggest rapper in the world. It's if you if not, we don't think you top ten, you well, ain't gonna make top it. Top ten, yeah, you know that's that's the and that's a, that might be part of the difference between Double XL and I think Double XL had more of a clout thing. It was more people mm. who were making noise to them than actually being good rappers. They have a legit criteria. Yeah, I believe, and it. I don't like because like. Those artists have to. Some of those people that make it, the majority, they'll go up to Double XL office, mm. play them music, you know, hang out with them, shit like that. Shit shouldn't matter. Yeah, just you know kind what of I'm put their little self in there. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's another thing. And some people can't distract themselves from business and personal. So like, yeah, and that's another thing. You know, it's just it's a, this whole the whole music industry is is really crazy, and people won't understand it. And until they start understanding, then they can't really make it. Because I remember, you know, like you asked me, like, you know, uh, when did you know or, like, how did y'all feel at those times? And being 16 years old, making music and having a song out hit 100,000 plays, it was dope. But if we would have got signed or something at that time, what would we have done? You know what I mean? We wouldn't. I didn't know anything about the business. We didn't know. We were doing our, We were doing stuff but didn't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably would have been shelved. We would have been either shelved or we would have been exploited. Like, we would have been like, okay, they would have exploited what we do and... We want you to do this, that, and that. And if you don't or do that, just took all your money. Or took our money. And yeah. here's this. We're gonna give you twenty percent. Oh, that sounds really good. You're gonna make look, you're gonna make millions of dollars. And when you make a million, you're gonna get two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I, don't, mm-hmm. I never made it. seen that much money. But then mm-hmm. well, you know what I mean, really we doing all the work. We we the face, like blah blah blah. I'm the one going to all these shows. Yeah. Why am I not making money? Exactly. So it, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> I just think this the city we're growing. I think we're headed in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I always credit myself saying, like, I made the city rap again or take it serious. <laughs> like, woke a lot of people up. You know what I'm saying? And also, a lot of people, um, like, opened my eyes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't, it ain't, it ain't, it's not an even street. It's both ways. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a lot of people that I didn't know rapped. That um I know about now, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying. Doing that, yeah. It's a whole like, and that's why when I talk to like, and I don't I I'm one of those people who hate the 
white rapper thing. Like I just think I just it's just rap. I don't like categorizing oh, I see black saying. rapper, yeah. white rapper. I hate that shit. Yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. when people do that, it irritates me. Because like people will say Eminem's the best white rapper. No. He's arguably Probably if someone says he's the greatest, I can't argue. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because he has his style, I, yeah. everything he did. Was, I hate the race thing yeah. when it comes to that because they're the minority, so we want to look at them funny. Mm-hmm. But when we're the minority in something, we, we, we do the same thing. See, you know I like I, I like what you're talking about, and that that that's a. Uh, I think that was one of the biggest things when when uh, we created um, DMV, and we had you know we had white two quote unquote white rappers and just. But what it did was create diversity to what we were doing. That was the whole point, diverse and versatile. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what we was going out and doing stuff that everyone couldn't do, or they felt like they couldn't do, or they felt because their their music was right here. So it, it wasn't being about being categorized. It was about being widespread and doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like it don't matter yeah. if you white, black, orange, yellow. Exactly. If you dope, you're dope. Yeah. There's no. And way it doesn't that. take away from hip hop. We know. Hip hop is an urban yeah. music. We know uh, rap is a black art form. Yeah, that doesn't mean white people can't do it. And I and like older generations, they look at it like, well, we had blues. White people took that. That is a fact. We had rock. They did take that. You know, they had we had jazz. They did take that. We get that, yeah. but we can't dwell on those things. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is hip hop. The mm-hmm. way people dress. The yeah. way people talk, you Our know what I'm saying? Hip hop is in hip- China. Yeah, hip hop's all over the world. You really know what I'm saying? Hip hop culture influences a lot, and exactly. that's why there is suburban kids or parents who are like, "No, I don't want you to listen to that rap stuff and blah blah." Because it influences, and, and yeah. it kind of even for me as an artist, sometimes I get questionable about what I want to release because I'm like, "It okay, this is the stuff I've done, or this is how I feel." But it's like, yeah, I'm telling my story, but when I put it out there. Now, how are they? You want people to take it as a, a listening and learning lesson. Yeah. But sometimes they're like, "Oh, I want that lifestyle." Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of what it mm-hmm. is. Like, uh, I like I was at I uh, did a Montana show, the Montana show in Bloomington. I ended up getting hosted because of uh, my DJ Curtis G and um, Audio Three Hundred Nine. They were we did all the sound and stuff, and getting to host it and get out there and just like. You know, hyping up the crowd, dope. You know, I didn't have to rap or nothing and just still got a good response. But watching Montana perform was cool. But the biggest thing that stood out to me is what he said when he was just talking to the crowd. He was like, I know, you know, I know I talk about gun violence. I know I talk about this and that and that and that. But that's life. This is a life I lived. I'm not, I don't want you to think I'm that nigga or I'm that man. I'm the man because I did that. I want you to think I'm that nigga or I'm the man because I take care of my kids. I do this and I do that. And I was like, yeah. You know, this is this is my lifestyle, and I'm telling it to y'all. But don't don't think that's cool. This isn't the cool part of what I do. The yeah. cool part is me being able to take care of my family and take care of my kids. I'm exactly. Like, I was like, man, that's that showed a, a side of him that a lot of people didn't. Yeah. See. You know, whether you support him or you know him being, oh, I don't, he don't talk about Peoria or he does. But once again, all his artists are from. Yeah, Peoria. So yeah. you know, it's just, who cares of what he's all it means. He's doing what he does. You know what yeah. I mean. So, but and that I, was that stood out to me. And so. I look at that um, just on a main scale. Ti. Yeah. You know, we got a chance to see him go through everything he went everything. through. Everything. And then he has a show. You get to see all oh, this family guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like they ain't got all these kids, and he love his kids. Kids love him, and 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 I think it's a lot. It's raw. Like I don't feel like they're they're acting, of course, at times, but. Yeah. They gotta have, it's gotta be entertaining. Yeah, but, but I think that I mean, any house. Those days are over. Yeah. Those were the nineties. Yeah, where you had to put on that, you had to portray a certain lifestyle, 
You know what I'm saying? For people to think you're authentic yep. with your music. Because even back then, you know, it wasn't cool to have a girlfriend. Yeah. Or say you now everybody got relationships left uh, and right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's even okay. Uzi, Britney be my bae. Yeah. yeah. You know he thirsty to say that, yeah. but like you know. I mean some some still stay away like um the Kendrick Lamars, the J. Cole's, but J. Cole don't talk about nothing personal. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, that whole project from what I understand that he just recently released. It was for Mama. It wasn't even it, about him. It wasn't about him. It was it about was, his homie that's yeah. dead. And it, it was it cool how he did it. That was amazing. That's yeah. that's that's poetry, that's creative writing at its finest. Yeah. And um like I some people would like talk about the quality of the music. And um I was like, you gotta remember beginning and end it was he was putting in the cassette tape. Mm-hmm. So the sound, maybe he was trying to get that cassette tape feel that, that's a good to way the to quality. That's that. how I took it. Cause I didn't take it as why is it sound so patchy and stuff like that? And then I th- he did um he produced a lot of the beats too. Yeah, because he was producing for uh Kendrick for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he I think he did uh section eighty. Yeah. I think he did that whole <coughs> excuse me, that whole project and then um he he produces a lot of music. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think he did a lot on uh, Forest Hills. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, he does do a lot of things, and I think a lot of people. The only thing that I wish he didn't have done was drop those two uh, rap freestyles, uh, um, because the expectations on the album was that music. Like, all right, he's gonna be on here rapping, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And then he comes he out with a complete. He goes completely left. left. Yeah. I wish he would have put those two songs out after the project, yeah. like he did with High Yours. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, that's my only knock on it. But I like that. Uh, that is, and, and if people do forget, music is an art form. So sometimes yeah. it's not just what you're saying; it's how you saying it. It's the the sound of it, everything. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's that's definitely dope. All right, and I got two questions left. Right. What's your favorite album and why? And uh, your dream feature? My favorite album. That's a good Well, Can we do mixtapes too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would definitely, I think No Ceilings. That's just hands no down ceilings. my favorite. I don't know what it was. It's the way he just took everyone's beats and made them better. No Ceilings 2 was trash. No Ceilings 2 was, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but No Ceilings though, I remember being in school and just everybody knew the words to every song. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, that's, Wayne just, you know, that was that was Wayne at his finest and that was probably one of my favorite projects, just loving what he was saying, just how he was saying it was just dope. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and then what was the other question? Uh, dream feature. Dream feature. I don't know. That's a lot. That a lot. Oh yeah, definitely gotta be alive, huh? Um, I probably want to do a song with like Chris Brown to be honest. I think he would just yeah. he'll make any song like he can just he's just a chorus man. He can make the dopest chorus. He can rap. He can just I I know he'll make the song even better. Yeah. So if if I like all right, I do the chorus and you do a verse, people gonna listen to it and they're gonna like y'all killed it together or whatever it is, but. He, I like Chris Brown's like swag because he's dope. You know what I mean? I know yeah. he's gonna bring something to the table that I don't have. So that 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 combination of being a collaboration is is a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So most definitely. And uh, where can um people like check out your music and um like follow you on Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, www.shysongwriter.com. That's a good start. Uh, and you can kind of connect with everything uh, at Shy Songwriter. C H I Songwriter. Is really consistent on everything: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. So okay, and uh, Kojak underscore follow up on everything. Follow up podcast on everything. Um, Clutch podcast dropping in June. Be on the lookout for the documentary um, coming soon. The trailer will be dropping soon as well. 
and a few other things that we got cooking up. Shouts out to Ignorant Thoughts as well. And um, this is Kojak. We had Shy Songwriter here. Appreciate you coming through. Oh, yeah. Much love. Thank you. Man. And we out. God bless. Yeah. <laughs>